Hello. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I'm still learning how to use this thing, so I think I might have hung up on you. <laughs> oh, no problem. I am um, trying to get my little one down for a nap. She's taking a late nap today, and it's... It might, we might be we might be skipping our nap today. <laughs> we might be skipping our afternoon nap because it's already five thirty here, and she normally goes to sleep at nine. So if I put her to bed now, she won't want to go to sleep later. Oh no! So, but that's okay. Uh, she'll just go down a little early instead. Oh yeah. Oh, bless her. She's one years old. Yes, ma'am. She yeah. turned one in December. Wow. That is precious. She How is she something be? else. personality like? Oh, my gosh. She has the most personality. Like, I have a 14-year-old, too. And she was fun. Um, but she didn't have nowhere near as much personality as this one does. This one is a spitfire boy. I'm going to have my hands full with her. For sure. Oh, wow. I love that. I'm not sure if I love that yet. <laughs> I'll love it one day. No, I'll love it now. I just hope she doesn't... Uh, <laughs> hope she doesn't take after her big sister when she becomes a teenager because she's a rough one right now but she still has a Wait, good how heart. many kids she's do you good. have i just have two i have a 14 year old and then i have her so there's a huge wow. gap between them that she was actually she's not an accident because there are no accidents but she was definitely yeah. surprised <laughs> oh. i'm 39 we did not think that we were having any more children so <laughs> Really? You can still have children at 39. Yeah, but I mean, nobody wants to be 60 before uh, all well, the kids mom, are out of the my house. Mom, so. My mom had my sister at 40. So we're 10 really, years my, my sister. My um, husband, his mama had him at 41 and him and his sister are 18 years apart. So Wow. wow. Yeah, so she was really more like his mom and he grew up with her kids so her kids are actually his same age so they're his his nieces but they're his same age so it's kind of weird i have um all my niece in-laws from his side are all my age and then i have they have kids and so one of my nieces is actually probably one of my best friends she's actually my great niece because she's my niece's kid and she's like 22 and she has a daughter that plays with my daughter <laughs> and so my she's my great great and I'm like y'all got me feeling old I got a great great niece but it's just because wow. of how old his mama was when she had him so wow I yeah. love that though some people have uncles and aunts that are younger than them, and that always comes right. Me. It's just so weird to me. Same, yeah, how does that even happen? But I mean, it, it does, it makes sense, but your brain doesn't process it, <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. Like, this is not how things are supposed to go. But I remember it is not. When my friend 
people were saying how old her parents were, it only kind of made sense because she had older siblings. But for me, I'm the oldest sibling. Me too. I'm the oldest sibling out of three. Yeah. So all those listening, if you are the first first child, or even if you're an only child, um, give us a give us a voice yeah. note. Big up all the first children. So how many um how many siblings do you have? Um, two sisters. So okay. we're three girls. Yeah. Same. So the middle one. I have. I well, I grew up with three. Me and two girls, same. Oh, we have a message. You want to play it? Uh, you can. I'm actually not near my phone right now. I'm on a Bluetooth. Oh, awesome. Okay, <laughs> I'll play the message now. Three, two, one. I'm an only child, so don't know what it's like to have siblings, but always wanted one. Oh, I kind of always oh. wanted to be an only sibling. <laughs> I mean, an only child. No way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a six and a half difference between me and my first sister, and then my other one. It was about a year and a half after her. Oh, awesome! And then, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. So, my middle sister we're three years apart, so we used to hang okay. out like all the time. So people, right, always, young, we, don't look, we don't look that much alike. But so people used to just think we were like best best friends, and then right then, like, the youngest, the youngest were ten years apart. Um, so she's oh, wow. my baby, even though she's like right? twenty now. I'm like, no, but you always be my baby. She's like, I'm an yeah. adult. Treat me like an adult. I'm like, no, like I can't do that. So, watching, <laughs> so even even when we're watching TV and there's like a kissing scene, I'm like, close your eyes. Close your eyes. How close your you eyes. Me? This is not for you. Um, but Michelle, big up to the the only child people. I, yes. I always wonder what it's like, and um, I guess it's not always easy. So you can share a bit more about that if you want. Yeah, let us know what it's like being an only child, especially me. I'm a little jealous. No, <laughs> I do love <laughs> my sisters. I do, but um, my mom was 14 when she had me, and my wow. sister's dad was, um, he just had some issues. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not together anymore, and so I actually spent a lot of time, my mom worked at night, and I spent my I went to school and I came home and my mom was already at work by the time I'd get home. And so um, I raised his kids for him, basically. Wow, while my mom yeah. was gone, and she wow. never knew it. And so, um, wow. so I'm like you, they're my babies. Like, I'm still like, yeah. I don't care. Like I raised you. You're my children. Yeah. You're not my yeah. sisters. And they're like, you ain't the boss of me. And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> exactly. We have a you don't understand. Oh, cool. Exactly. We have a message, three, two, one. Yeah, it can be lonely. You've got really nobody to share your childhood with. But I had a big Aww. family outside of that, like cousins and stuff. So still got a good time. Oh, cool. Oh, Michelle, you totally get that. With your cousins? Because I, I was very close. I asked if she was real close with her cousins. Because I was close with yeah. my cousin. Uh, my aunt... And my mom were like my parents. My grandma wasn't really in the picture for them. Um, and so, 
not at first um, for a while. Yeah. So my, me and my aunt got really close. So I was very close with her children. Um, so I'm, I'm very yeah. familiar with being close with my cousins. Yeah. They were probably some of my closest that. friends growing up. Yeah, I love that. Like that. you, you, you take your family where you can find them. And, yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, we've got another message. Um, and Yay. while we're listening to that, Michelle, tell us where you're from. I detect. Yeah, let me let us know about you. Up north, maybe. I don't know if it's Ireland because it's not very. Oh, Scotland. Maybe it's Scotland. Okay. Mm. Yo. What's up, uh, J-Sub? <laughs> what up, J-Sub? Hello, friend. How you doing? Guys, we're here. You know, the, it's it's girl talk. Jesus. Spirituality, ladies, fun. Um, we've got right. another message. <laughs> we've got another message. I'm from Yorkshire, but I Ooh. was born in oh. Stoke, near Rotten Towers, and sadly left all my family there, like, ten years ago. Aww. I knew it was, like, up north. You have such a lovely voice. <laughs> it's like, Yorkshire. Okay, that's not how you said it, but... No, I, think, <laughs> I mean, beautiful. I think y'all sound so beautiful, and I probably sound super country as hell. <laughs> you, you sound hilarious do you know what it is it's so weird because you remind me of my friend who's australian and i don't know why That's like why funny. would you sound australian well, you, sound, you remind me of her you know because i grew up on the west coast most of my life so i didn't, yeah. re- didn't get an accent until i moved out here and it's funny because when i first moved out here my family would call me just to hear me and, and basically yeah. laugh at me not really oh. not really laugh at me just out of fun, you know, but they it's funny to them because I never had an accent growing up. So I like, y'all stop it. And they just giggle and laugh and have a great time. Yeah, I think it's the way, um, you know how sometimes we have a way of speaking. It's our, the way we say mm-hmm. our sentences. And that's that's what's reminding me. She's very, right. she's mature as well. I know that. Mature lady. When I first moved out here and I didn't have an accent, I would get told all the time, you talk funny. And I would think to myself, I talk funny. Like, y'all talk <laughs> funny. Don't you listen to TV? People talk normal. I talk like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when I first moved out here, it was fun. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so I'm really oh. like... Oh, we have a message. Message. I was like, I heard something in my ear. I think that means message. <laughs> message. When I first moved up to Yorkshire, I was known as the posh one. And everybody would be like, oh, you sound so posh. I was like, ah! I come from Stoke. That's not posh. But I love yours, two accents. <laughs> oh, thank you, Michelle. I love yours. It's just so lovely. That's it's just great. like. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's just quaint. It's quite quaint quite pleasant oh, we have another message <laughs> what's objectively the best color Ooh. the best color purple do you know what i am a fan of purple. purple i am however i i really like the color teal it's like oh that's my it's next not, favorite it's like color a green, it's a green blue so it's more green yes Yes. And it's just beautiful to me. I just love this colour so much. 
That's my next favorite color. And I actually love yeah. the combination of the two together. Really? I haven't really seen them it's together. It's so pretty. No oh, way. it's so pretty. I need to look into that. Because I, I, I do Oops. like purple. I do Sorry. like purple. Because purple is is special color to me for whatever reason. I, I do like the color purple. So what is you guys' favorite colors? Tell us. Yeah, tell us favorite colors. And why. Colors are colors are beautiful though. They do like they I like yeah, I like coming into a room with like you know those those beige and browns, like really like neutral colors. Yeah, earth tones. It's yeah, it's it's calming. Even if it's like is that is that pastel kind of tone? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can even be like blue, but it's like a a pastel kind of baby blue. Even right, if it's like right, right. Like, like a lilac just it's just very calming those really light yes, colors it is. yes yes for sure my Let's living see. room is actually in earthy neutral tones oh nice nice let's play the message i'm gonna play my favorite color is burgundy because when i was little, i always loved red and then obviously growing up you learn different colors and darker colors and burgundy yeah. just stands out for me yeah. Oh, Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of burgundy. I'm, I'm definitely like a wine. You know. Yes. That kind of crimson. These are all the the tones. Because I, when I I'm I'm a big fan of like weddings, and I love seeing that that color as the bridesmaids' dresses. It's just beautiful. It just stands yes. out. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's just like wow. Like I'm here. I'm ready. It's 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 it's, it's a beautiful type of red. I think I like that. Good shout. So, um, so what is it like, um, beautiful, beautiful wreck or beautifully wrecked or Virginia? <laughs> what is it you like having a teenage daughter? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. I kind of did though. Um, she's awesome. Don't get me wrong. She is awesome. And she is. So good compared to what I was as a teenager. I'm not going to lie. I was a very rebellious teenager. Um, so I am blessed that she is not nearly as bad as I was growing up. Um, however, uh, currently I'm having, I don't want to say problems with her because she's a good kid. She's a really good kid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I doubt she's listening, but if you're listening, Riley, you're a good kid. I love you. Um, but she lives with her dad, and her dad's an atheist. And oh, um, let's see. Okay. So, yeah, so she's for about two years now. She has identified as a pansexual Wiccan, and so um, our beliefs just don't line right up. Now? And so that what she's doing. And so that yes, ma'am. And so that's hard for me as a mom, a Christian mom, um, but. I'm proud of her for um, exploring and not doing so with a closed mind. She's not closed minded about it. She just is exploring. And I know that the Lord's going to bring her back to him one day. Um, so I love, I love her, but she knows I don't, ex um, I don't agree with her lifestyle. You know, um, yeah. she's not really, She's not practicing the lifestyle because she is 14, so she don't really have any she's girlfriend a, a, or boyfriend. She's just a, yeah, she's just right. So she's just 
and I don't know what it's like over there, but in America, that's almost the cool thing to do anymore out here um, mm. is to see what you can do to ruffle feathers and homosexuality mm-hmm. and stuff seems to be. And especially here in the, where I live, is they consider it the Bible Belt. And so if you're yeah, exactly. not Christian and you and you're not straight, then you're really ruffling feathers. So I feel like part yeah. of it is that too. Yeah. Um, but if not, either way, I'm still gonna love her. You know, she's a very cool kid. She's so smart. Oh my gosh, she's so smart. And I'm blessed. I'm very blessed because. I know teenagers, especially these days in age teenagers. And so even with what she's doing and what she's going through, she's still better than 90% of the teenagers I know around me. So I can't even be upset or complain about it. Um, But yeah, so that's what it's like having a teenager. And sometimes she is me recreated. I'll like, she'll say something or do something that'll make me just, Ugh. And then I'll be like, I'm only mad because that's me. <laughs> uh, she shows me myself so often. Uh, I'm like, oh, uh, uh, that's I me. That. I need to check my heart. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord, I learn a lot through my kids. The Lord speaks to me daily through my kids. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and I guess like when it comes to like having children, you don't you really don't know who they're going to be because they are going to be unique because they have yeah. God has a purpose for them and the journey sure that they're going to go through. And uh, right. that's going to be interesting, I think. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> want to, um, I, you know, at first I was a little disappointed in it, but then I was like, you know what? Um, the Lord is, like you said, is going to do something through it. Like she's got it. She has to go through stuff. Like that's yeah. part of our journey. We all exactly. go through stuff. And so she has to go through stuff in order to get anywhere. Um, in order to get to wherever God wants her, in order to build her character and to do all that. We all have to go through finding out that we're wretched and we all have to go through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when I found out that I was wretched. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm still doing it, you know, about I once like or that. twice a month. I'm still like, oh my gosh, Lord, I'm still so wretched. Like, I'm what's really, going I'm on? Really like that. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to yeah. ask people, like, when did you first know you were wretched? You right, were like, that's yeah. a great question. That's a question I for like anybody that. listening. When did you like first that. find out you were wretched? I think yeah. I was in my late 20s, honestly, before I just realized. Yeah. When, when, I'm when wretched. you with us? <laughs> Share a voice note. If you're with us, share a voice note. Yes. Tell us us when you knew. We're not wretched alone. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us when you knew that you weren't as perfect as you thought you were. Because there was was a time where we think we're perfect. Oh, of course. Especially when we're teenagers. Especially when we're teenagers. We know. If we're not perfect, we know at all. We know more than our parents do for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So for you, when was it for you that you knew Um, you had to do better? (laughs) (laughs) Well, after I thought I was a saint, legit. um, She said no legit. Legit. Um, It was around... I love it the age of 12 when I realized I needed to give my life to the Lord 
Um, but we have a oh, message. Wow. We have cool. a message. Still not got to that bit yet. Still think I'm a perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes, my boy. You'll find out. You'll find out. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, we like you. Follow us. Keep in touch. Yes, we do like you. We do I like you. I want to come to Yorkshire. You can show me around. Right? Yorkshire. <laughs> I'm doing a random accent. I'm sorry, Michelle. <laughs> um, I'm not even yeah. gonna attempt to do your accent because I'll like. It's not. It's not easy. It. it really isn't. I'm not the the the, the best at accents, but um, but yeah, I think we all we all think we don't have an accent, literally. Right. Did we get another message? I heard we a little did. thing in my ear. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Believe me, you'll regret saying that you want to come up here when you do. We have some good things, but <laughs> yeah, not all of it's that top notch. Oh, that sounds, that sounds <laughs> perfect. That sounds perfect. I'll fit right in. Right? Same right though. In. No, I'm meeting a lot of people online who are from Yorkshire. and Oh, wow. I need that. I think Yorkshire's calling me. Yorkshire. I think I'm the only person on this whole app that's from East Texas. Maybe, probably not, but I feel like no I way. am because I have not met anybody else yet. No one. <laughs> a shout out. No Does one. anybody know anybody from Texas? Give a shout out. There was one lady the I followed from Mesquite, but that's not. Um, I mean, Texas is huge. It literally takes like 12, maybe longer hours to drive from one side of Texas to the other. How many hours? And About 12. Wow. Texas is quite big, right? <laughs> it's like it's one of the huge. biggest states. It's almost, it is, I think, the biggest state. And it's almost its own country. Like, it's massive. Wow. Um, so I should yeah. be impressed when people are from Texas. I'll be like, wow. Yeah, yeah because we don't live nowhere. Yeah, we could never really live near each other. E- even if we think we do, we don't. <laughs> so, like, wow. Like, where are you live? I live in Texas. Yeah, but where in Texas? Because if you're in East Texas and I'm in, if I'm in East Texas and you're in West Texas, we'll probably not ever see each other unless we really wow. made a vacation out of do you, it. Do you fly? Like, um, I love to fly no ma'am not really but i do love to fly <laughs> my parents live in um my parents live in arizona so i fly to arizona often so we drive to dallas to go to the airport which is only two hours away yeah um two wow. and a half almost three that's but incredible we have a message I have like over 20 pen pals and a handful of them are from Texas and every time I get a letter I just fall more and more in love with it. It Sounds like an amazing place. I love Texas. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't sure that I was going to. I grew up my whole life in California and um, when I married somebody and moved out of California they moved me to this tiny tiny town in Arkansas to start with, wow. I lived in Arkansas to start. And I was like, I don't know what kind of hell you brought me to, but I'm going to need to go back home because this is not okay. <laughs> it was a 30-minute drive from the nearest store. And wow. I'm used to walking to everywhere. Wow. Like, I didn't wow. have a car or a driver's license until I was yeah. oh, 20-something. No. No, I didn't I have a need. Don't. I still don't. I still don't have a license. I still don't know how to drive. 
It's on my oh, list. Wow. But do you I really know. have a need for it there? Um, no, not like I mean, I don't. States. No, I mean, it's not just not. That's like, how it was it's in for California. Convenience. It's very expensive, but it is for convenience. Yes. But sometimes it's 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 quicker, maybe easier sometimes to get the train. But our transport is very good. Like it's that's you, how it you, really you how never... it was in California. Yeah. But uh, but this is so perfect. Michelle has ten pals in Texas. She's in the UK. I'm I'm getting right. to know well. I'm getting to know some people in Yorkshire. So I love it. I was gonna actually ask something if we can get a bit serious. Yeah, serious yeah, serious. yeah. But basically, when you when you find that someone and and you and they live somewhere else, like how how was that like moving? Because I feel like I don't want to move. <laughs> okay, so for me, I told you it was traumatic um, because I spent twenty something years of my life in one place. Um, mm-hmm. For, for most of my life and it was traumatic but it was because it was such a culture shock mm-hmm. um but once I got used to it um so I'm not gonna lie that I've been this is my fourth marriage um that's part of my testimony and um I oh, really wow. wish I would have saved myself for him but I never would have made it to him had I not gone through my second marriage so there's mm-hmm. but um you got to tell me what you're doing, girl, because I even got out first. <laughs> girl, because I thought I was doing it the right way, quote unquote, and I wasn't trying mm-hmm. to give it up without being married. And so I just yeah. married everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, it, wasn't, it was still not the right way. Um, so it is what it is. A lot of, a lot of it was... Um, like with my first husband, that was my, my daughter, my first daughter's dad. And, um, he basically saved me from a five and a half year, very abusive, very, very abusive relationship where I almost died. And, um, wow. so he was my knight in shining armor, quote unquote, he saved me. And so of course, within like two or three months, we were married. Um, we were in love. He knew he very loved nice. me. I knew I loved him. We're still, um, we still speak. We're still sociable. We're still uh, okay with each other. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I mean, I can still see to this day that why it'll, it didn't work out. And it will probably yeah. would have never worked out if we would have stayed together. Um, yeah. Not yeah. really. Not really. Because he's still an atheist. So okay. it would have been very difficult for us to have managed yeah. to live life that way. Yeah. Um, but, um, so then my second marriage was out of convenience because he was my best friend and he didn't want me to, um, raise my daughter without a dad. And so he and I got married and we figured we had everything in common and everything was wonderful. And we would learn to have that part, that love. We already loved each other as best friends. We learned to have romantic love as it went on. And we just didn't. Oh, wow. And so, unfortunately, I lost my best friend. Um, <laughs> we've never spoke again since we divorced. And that, oh, that was no. tragic. Yeah, it was very, very devastating. Though? You couldn't go um, back to well, We could not. No. And he ended up doing me pretty dirty. Um, just, just because we were, we never, I mean, he ended up 
cheating and all this stuff because we were just never in love. Like there was just yeah. never that but romantic you, love. You couldn't stay friends. No, it was too it was too much. Like he he ended up really doing some ugly stuff at the end and I couldn't I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I Aww. was too hurt and there was yep, and now yes. now even though um I could probably go back and speak with him and stuff, but I don't even know how to get a hold of him anymore. Yeah, yeah. He left, and I don't know where he went. Right, God knows what he's doing. And so my third husband, um, I took time to get to know, but it just, um, he hid a lot of stuff from me. There was a lot of hidden stuff. And so um, when I married him, I found out he was a felon. You found for child abuse. A oh, wow. felon. Yeah, for wow. child abuse. And wow. so I was like, well, I have a kid, so I can't leave you alone with my kid. Wow. Was it like, obviously child abuse is child abuse, but was it yeah. kind of abuse? No, he, um, he had, uh, there, well, I'd seen the pictures, I didn't see it personally, but he had, mm-hmm. uh, he had been accused and convicted of um beating this poor child. I mean, beating this poor but child. But who was this child to him? It was who his was child. His own child, okay. It was his own child. Mm-hmm. Um, because he was mad at the mom. Say again? And then later on, because he, he was mad at the kid's mom. And then wow. later on, I found out that he was just very broken and hurt and had a lot of uh, woman issues he was very angry and hurt with women in general yeah and he literally told me that his goal in life was to destroy every woman he could get his hands on and so um that's what he did for me for about six months and then he divorced me and so um wow he really drug me through it and in him dragging me through it that's how my daughter's dad ended up with custody of her so she's been with him since then yeah He's, um, he's because this I'm, abusive person. Sorry. No, 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 no. This was my third husband. So, oh, I yeah, see. Because so of what you put husband, through, yes. They, okay. Yes. Okay. We were okay, still okay. speaking because he was still in contact with his daughter. So, yeah. He was always, the, her dad has always been a good dad. He just wasn't a good spouse. So, yeah. You know, he's a great father. Um, like I yeah. said, we just aren't. We just aren't compatible. So yeah. um, there's that. So yeah, the third one drug me through it and then went and told her dad while he had her for the summer for visitation what had happened. And so he took that opportunity to get custody. And he wow. did. And she's been with him ever since, but she's happy. And so I let her stay because yeah. nobody well, wants to angry relationship in the house. Yeah. We have a decent relationship. We're able to get along for her for sure. And we even joke and laugh sometimes. I mean, we've no, known I mean, each other just... now for yeah, no, 16 sorry, I mean, years. With you and your daughter. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Even, like I said, even though she's doing what she's doing, we have a great relationship. Matter of fact, we talk all the time. We have a little uh, group chat with her and my um, mom. And um, she's a good kid. She really is a good kid. Good. Um, good. She's guys, if you have, babe. if you have children, if you have husbands or wives, if you have, right? If, if anybody else has, life, if anybody else wreck. is the woman at the well, 
let me know because that's me. I'm the woman at the well. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a message. Say hi. Tell us you're listening. Follow us. We're ladies. But yeah, I've Jesus. always identified with the woman at the well because mm-hmm. of that. Um, yeah, yeah. I definitely that's actually have my a, favorite I definitely story. Have a story. I have a story. You know, I've done a lot of research on her, and you know, she actually has a name. Wow. And. Her name is Botane. And she ended up being, yes, and she ended, you can um, look her up on Google, Botane, or look up P-H-O-T-I-N-E. If you look up the woman, look up what is the woman at the well's name, you'll start finding all kinds of stuff. And so she ended up being a a Roman Catholic, not a Roman Catholic. The Roman Catholic people wrote about her, but she ended up being like almost like a Mother Teresa type. Like she ended up being a very powerful wow. woman of God. Um, wow! Like Jesus legit changed her life. <laughs> she wow. ended up being almost an apostle. I want to say, like, yeah. Um, as, as as much as I don't know that women are really allowed to be apostles back then, but as much as a woman could be an apostle, that you know, I think there are a couple. I think there's two a woman apostles. I think. If I remember correctly in the Bible, yeah. but I know Deborah was a prophet. But anyway, so yeah, she has a story. We only hear the one story in the Bible, but she actually has a whole life that, <laughs> that she lives. Wow. And it's, a, it's amazing. So if she's your favorite story, I would definitely, definitely encourage you to look her up. Wow. I am, I see it. Oh, my message. I love hearing about your experiences and thanks for opening up to everybody. I've kind oh, of got yeah. the opposite thing to having to move to where your partner is in the case that I might have to move away from him. Like, it's a bit scary and daunting because I'm not good at long distance, but COVID's helped. <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, bless you. Do you <laughs> have to move like that. for work? Is it a work situation or is it family? And oh, is it far? You. Like, is it, are you moving? How far? Um, are you going to be close enough? Yeah, like, are you going to be close enough to visit sometimes? Or what are we talking here? Give us the, give us the tea, as they say over here in the States. <laughs> <laughs> give us the 411. Give us the lowdown. Right the the sauce <laughs> whatever <laughs> wherever whatever the word is where you're from yeah oh message i'm an actress and want to go to Whoa! drama school oh, in london come on so it's kind of like the opposite end of england and he's fine living up here and living his life Aww. so yeah are you be coming different. to london where are you where are you gonna do drama stuff come to london but right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to move to England. <laughs> yes. where, where, where? I'm telling you, everybody I've met so far that I've really just loved on this app has been from your guys' neck of the woods. <laughs> I know, because it's we're just we're night owls and you're like just literally in the evening. Message. Right. Yeah, I'm coming to London. I want to go yes! to Lambda. So Yay. yeah. Hopefully if I get in, I'll be down there. 
I'm on oh. Instagram. Go to my profile. Hit me up. I want to hit. I want to see a message from you right now. Hit me up, girl. right? <laughs> Woo, Destiny. Yeah, I definitely don't find anything uh, decent on this thing until in the evening. Um, anybody from my area is, is anybody that's on during the day in my time. Oh yeah, it's usually pretty. It's pretty <laughs> much trash. Like I'm like, Lord, why did you see you're following me. <laughs> I'm like, why did you send me to this app, Lord? It is trash. And then evening hits, and I'm like, oh, there's the Lord. There he is. He is on He's this. In app. England. <laughs> He's, He's in England. He's in the UK. He's definitely not in America right now. I'll tell you that. Uh, we UK. need you, Lord. America needs you. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing for me. Like, because the thing is, sometimes you meet people, and you know, like you just you you don't know who you're gonna meet, when, why, where, and uh, right. So it's kind of like because I'm very I'm very I'm very used to like where I like I'm I'm a Londoner like London all day every day. When people say where do you want to go, where do you want to live, I'm like I can't imagine anywhere else. You know, you're like I'm there. <laughs> like this is me. This is this is who I am. Like um, right. And uh, yeah, so it's very very interesting because in so I'm so my my family are from Ghana, West Africa. If anybody oh, is wow. from Ghana or from Africa or <laughs> or has ever been, <laughs> shout out, send us a voice note. And and traditionally, like the male, the male, like the male is dominant in the in the sense that you will move to where he is, and right there's there's this thing where it's like be like be not be careful like who you who you marry but it's like they they it's more like for the woman it's 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 more like looked at like okay who are you gonna who are you gonna where are you gonna go if someone's from a different place culture you know so it's so it's so it's it's been a thing you know about like who the guy is who the person is where he's from where he's going to take you to because you know and i'm just like i don't want to go anywhere right like i'm right, I'm right here yeah, I like can see that. you know so it's and it's for me in my mind it's been really hard to kind of find you know someone that i can i feel like i i get along with and that i can that we can just get each other like understand each other yeah and yeah. then do you know what i mean because so i'm very when it comes to like you know the the one as it were like I'm very 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 like when you have time to create a list and go over the list and cross-reference and you know when you have that time right. your list becomes very specific uh, and, yeah uh, I can imagine you know and I definitely want to be open but at the same time I feel like I know where I'm going I know what I'm doing yeah and absolutely and and I guess in a way I'm not willing to just drop that for for anything. So it's quite it's quite yeah, quite interesting. Don't know what your thoughts are, because obviously like you you took that step and you know and obviously you're Right. Happy. Well um okay, so 
on this marriage, I actually ended up in Texas because, like I said, my daughter's dad had custody of her. And I ended up going through that last ugly situation. And it wasn't very long before he, um, like, it was, it was about four months after he got full custody. It was just temporary custody. And by the time yeah. he got full custody, he moved back to Texas because that's where he was from. And um, I knew he was gonna <laughs> because he talked yeah. about it for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I stayed in Arkansas for two years because I had established a life there. Um, I went to cosmetology school. I was a cosmetologist. Um, I, I had a whole life. And at that, by that time I had a good boyfriend. We'd been dating for two years. The other, the other marriage was over and, and court battles had been done for a long time. Um, so I was just content and um, I was like, I'm not, I'm not moving. And so she came and she had, I had visitation rights over her and she would, we would meet halfway and what it sounds like it's real far, but it's really not. It was a, I want to say it was like a two and a half hour drive. It was like a two, two and a half hour drive to meet halfway. Um, Texas is a huge state, but all the rest yeah. of our states are kind of smaller. So it only takes about four and a half hours to get from where he was to where I was. And I was ha- on the other side of Arkansas. So, so, um, so we'd meet halfway and she would, uh, come visit with me. Well, I guess that got hard on her or I don't know if it got hard, really got hard on her or if, her dad had just gotten a hold of her long enough, but yeah. either way, um, she one day called me and asked me, would you think about moving to Texas? Aww. So we're not so far. So we're not so yeah. far away. And I told her, I'll pray about it. Um, cause by then I, I was in the world for a while. Um, I grew up Catholic. And then, so by the time I was in Arkansas, I was back, back being Christian. Um, so when I like, I left Catholic religion about 12 and then I went on to do everything in between. <laughs> I, I've, that's why I can't get upset at my daughter for trying to check out yeah. the Wiccan religion because yeah. I dabbled in that myself. I literally looked at everything, every religion there was before I came yeah. back to Christ. Amen. Um, so I had already come back to Christ at this point, and um, I told her, I'll pray about it, baby, but I can't promise you. I'm going to go oh. where the Lord tells me to go. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love you. Um, and, of course, you know, her dad's like, oh, she always puts God before you and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. yes, I do, and I'm going to continue to put him before everything in my life, including myself. So. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that to a seven-year-old at the time. <laughs> of course, of course. So it broke her heart, but I prayed about it and the Lord released me. Um, and the boyfriend I yeah. had just, he understood and he knew and he was upset. And, and But he has a son himself who's about her age. And so he, he said, I mean, I would go after him. It would I wouldn't have even had to have prayed about it. And he's like, you stayed longer than I would have. I never would have stayed two years. I'd have chased his butt down. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going. So I moved in with my sister. 
who was out here at the time. She's not out here anymore. Oh, nice. And, okay. and um, we stayed for with her for a little. Well, I stayed with her for a little while. Um, we do not get along well. <laughs> um, and so we don't get along badly, but we definitely can't live together. Um, I'm very OCD and she is very not. She is very yeah. much a pig. <laughs> so I couldn't. I could live like that. And so um, I ended up moving and finding a roommate. And from that roommate, um, I just ended up moving to the Lord really brought me here. I'm not even kidding. Like this town that I'm in is maybe 3000, 4,000 people. And it's tiny. And literally nobody's heard of Carthage, Texas, unless you like from this area. And everybody is like, nobody moves to Carthage, Texas on purpose, like, (laughs) unless you have family or something here. And I was like, well, I don't have family or anything. Like, I literally know nobody here. But a friend of mine told me about this place that had really cheap rent that was a decent place to live. And it was about $300 a month cheaper than where I was. (laughs) So I moved here and I started going to church and that's where I met my husband. And so, wow. um, yeah. What church and is so it? Really what church believe, is it? Uh, the church I go to now is not the same church that I met him at, but the church we oh, go okay. to together now is called Kingdom Rising. And awesome. boy, that's the other reason the Lord brought me here is to find this tribe that I'm in because I had nobody out here. <laughs> and so, wow. um, and he knew what I was going to go through in life and he knew I was going to need a family. And so he definitely put me into one. My in-laws, um, are awesome. Like, and you just don't hear about awesome in-laws. Like you always hear the horror stories of in-laws and I just mm-hmm. don't have one. Like I don't have a horror uh-huh. story about these in-laws. I just don't. Um, of course, you know, there's always a family dynamic and we've had our, head button moments but in the end we've I mean they're faithful and they're good and they're they take good care of us and my husband's the only boy (laughs) in the whole family all a bunch of girls there's uh one of the girls has a son other than that and he's you know the young generation I think he's eight ten no gosh he's older now he was that age when we got together We've been together six years, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He's twelve now, I think. <laughs> um. Anyway, he's he's not quite a teen yet, so he's still very young. And so my husband is the only male adult in the family. Yeah. Um. And so they're very protective of him, and it did take me a little while to really like them. yeah yeah um but not I mean but not really they're very lovable um but I was I was put off because I'm not used to a family that is that protective over somebody like yeah you know and so it was um interesting and so for me um I lived in California my whole life, but I moved around a lot in California. So I've never really just like, he grew up in the house that we're living in now when his mama passed, she left this house to us. And so he's lived in the same house his whole life (laughs) until he became an adult and moved to a different 
house as an adult. Um, and so I can't even fathom that I get concept. Like when we first moved in here and I started changing stuff around, I moved, I'll never forget. I changed one drawer and he was like, you know, that was the junk drawer for 40 years, 50 years, something like that. And I was just like, so <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't even understand where he was coming from. Yeah. Um, because I, I've, I've never had a junk drawer for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same one in the same house. And he can look at things in this house and be like, I remember when my dad built this. I remember when this used to look like this and he took that wall out. And I'm just like, I'm kind of jealous. Like, yeah, I have no clue what that's like. And I kind of would like to. <laughs> So we definitely have a, a totally different dynamic, but it's good. Like it's good. And so uh, as far as moving, I don't know. I say go for it. I say go for it. <laughs> no matter oh, what you're moving to I was afraid you would say that. Was, no matter where you're moving to or from, I say go for it. Live life. Oh. Don't be afraid. Because no, I spent a lot of time afraid and I regret no fear in the Lord. <laughs> uh -huh. Now, I do no. say pray. Pray, pray, pray before you yeah. do anything, always. Um, don't yeah. move unless the Lord says. Yeah. <laughs> um, because a lot of problems that I did have in life could have been prevented had I asked the Lord first. Yeah, yeah. Um, For but, sure. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not even afraid. I love a, I love a challenge and whatnot. Um, but why, why, why can't he move? <laughs> Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Well, why can't he move? Like, is what is it that... What is it? <laughs> I just, I just, I'm just thinking out loud. I, I literally, I think a lot. Like, I think about, like, a, like I said, when you have time to think, you know, I think about every detail. And I think I'm learning that sometimes it's not as... It's, it's a lot more open maybe than I think. You know when you think it has to be a certain way? It has to be like this. And then you're like... Mm -hmm. then it, and then it's happening. You're like, this is not what... This, this wasn't the plan. This isn't what I envisioned. But um, so God does, does surprise you. Definitely. Yes, he does. A message. To kiss some frogs before you find your prince. Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm allergic to frogs. I'm done with frogs. <laughs> well, don't Leave kiss any of them. We don't want you like closing up uh, on your throat or anything like that. <laughs> Literally, I, I, I think at some point, like the thing is, I don't want to get used to frogs. That's how. That's where I'm. That's where I'm. True. Fast True. Like now, now I'm just like are these frogs, just looking like princes, like because they look like look, princes. Can, they do. And can I tell you, I was on. I was listening in on them. A show the other day um and this woman she has so much wisdom and she i think that's even i think that's even her uh, name on here is wisdom wisdom yeah. speaks i think is her name and she's just she was so practical and she said something that i wish i would have learned as a kid yeah she said don't ever settle and i was wow. like man Wow. If somebody would have just said that to me when I was like yeah. eight, <laughs> wow! I could have 
avoided so much junk mm-hmm. in my life because I did mm-hmm. so many times just settle because yeah. I, I didn't I was I was afraid of being alone my whole life yeah like yeah. and I don't know why I was afraid of that my mom wasn't like an alone I don't have anybody that I can say I don't want to be alone like this person yeah um, I just yeah. had this fear in me that I was gonna yeah. be alone for all of my life because I was wretched yeah. <laughs> So, and I think a lot of it was because of the abuse that I had endured as okay. um, a younger person. Um, yeah. I just thought I'm either going to have, I'm going to cry. I thought I'm either going to uh-huh. have, I'm either going to be abused or I'm going to be alone. Those yeah. are going to be the options in my life. Um, okay. And I think that's a lot of the reason I strayed from God. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I mean, if he's not going to. He's not going to save me from the abuse or from being yeah. alone. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to have to find somebody else to worship. <laughs> mm. uh, and so I did, that started a very long, lonely path. Um, I was so glad that he found me again and brought me Amen. back into his arms. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's why I'm a beautiful wreck. Because <laughs> yes. I am I'm yes. beautifully wrecked by him. Um. Hands up for so, beautiful wrecks out there. Oh man, it's life is a journey, and I just, oh, uh, it's it's a good one. Even when it's not a good one, it's a good one. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. If that makes any sense, yeah. So, so what was your like your your um your beautiful beautifully wrecked moment like when you when you first just realized your need. For Christ. Okay, so like my salvation moment. Let's listen to this message first. Ooh, <laughs> message. I can relate a bit to what you're saying, and thanks again for opening up and being raw emotion. Um, I've got no abandonment issues, and that's why it's hard to leave my boyfriend when I eventually moved down to London. Can't wait. <laughs> but that's from my childhood. But. Just finding your way through it somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I struggle with abandonment issues because my mom and my biological dad separated when I was like two, and he has literally never wanted anything to do with me since then. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Wow. And I met him online in 2008, and we kind of talked for three years over the phone, and then we had a falling out, and he still has never spoke to me again. And so I struggled oh, for a long time with abandonment issues, too. Um, my whole life was a lot of chaos until I uh, found Christ again. But um, so, okay, so in Arkansas, I had already, by the time I moved to Arkansas, I had already come back to Christ, but I didn't really have a true face-to-face um, I believed in God and I believed in Jesus, but I didn't have a real relation. Like I, I had religion, not relationship. Um, up until my uh, early thirties, actually, um, just before I married my husband that I'm with now, um, it was 2015 and it was in April. I will not ever forget it. Um, I was, I considered myself a Christian. Um, my whole life I've been diagnosed as bipolar and all these other 
mental illnesses and I had fibromyalgia and I had degenerative disc disease and six out of seven of the discs in my neck were either bulged or herniated. Well, when I moved out here to Arkansas, I mean, from Arkansas to here, um, started going to this church that was just, it was a Pentecostal, just a regular United Pentecostal church. Um, and, um, Actually, I wasn't in a church yet. I was visiting a church with the lady that lived across the way from me in in my little apartment that I had moved into. Mm-hmm. And I met this guy and I started dating him. He was 20 something. I had no business dating him, um, but I was sad and I was lonely and I was out here and I didn't know anybody. And by the time I moved, like my daughter's dad had convinced me to move out here. I moved out here. And once I was out here for six months, he had a cut contact off with me and my daughter um he kind of tricked me uh, we wow. are both now con- considered texas residents so our arkansas court no longer were valid because wow. they were outside of the jurisdiction and so nobody could do anything for me unless i took them to court well i was on disability and so i didn't have i was not making enough money to hire a lawyer and legal aid wouldn't help me so i went two and a half years without seeing my daughter or yeah. speaking to her or anything. Um, I used to go and drive to the school that she went to so I could watch her get on and off the bus, but I couldn't tell anybody that I was doing it because yeah. then he would know. So um, so that, that was hard for me, and that brought um, a big struggle in my life. And so yeah. um, at but- one point, so anyway, this boyfriend, he was he ended up being a dope head, and I didn't know it. I mean, he was bad strung out on crystal meth. Yeah. And um, I really should have known it. I was blind to it. I guess I probably did know it because I was in that world when I was very young. Um, my aunt, my whole life was that a drug addict. So I knew what it looked like. Um, I was just closing my eyes to it. <laughs> and so, um, so he left me at a friend's house. Um, and while I was at that friend, at one of his friend's house, and I didn't know the person. I'm just there. Um, I had gotten kicked out of the house that I was in. And um, I, I had gotten kicked out. And so I was basically homeless. Well, I wasn't basically homeless. I was homeless. And I didn't have nowhere to go. And... So I had already, I had already had a plan to end it. Like I had saved up three months worth of my, uh, one of my very heavy, heavy, it's called Seroquel. It's a very heavy, um, psycho, uh, psycho, what do you call it? Drug, psycho, antipsychotic drug. Yeah. 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 Um, And it's a, it's a sedative. So. Yeah, it was a very yeah. heavy sedative. And so I had saved up three months worth of them. And my plan was to take the bottle and go to sleep. And so oh, um, I had that plan. I had that bottle in my pocket that whole day. And they were like, well, we're going to uh, this church function that they had every Friday night up at the mm-hmm. park. You should come with us. And I was like, well, that fits my plan because the park just happened to have the covered slide that I was going to crawl up into so I could at least be uh, not seen 
when nobody could stop me or, you know, nobody could find me and take me to a hospital and get my stomach pumped. Like I had it all planned. And so I was like, well, I'll go to the park with you guys first. So I went to this um, church function thing. Um, I still have the pamphlet from that night. It was on bitterness. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I hear you, Lord, but I'm not trying to hear you. Like I'm past, I'm past you trying to talk to me about bitterness. I'm past that. You should have talked to me two years ago before I got this bitter. Like I'm not trying to hear it. So I sat through it and all I could think the whole time was, Oh my gosh, how long is this thing? Are you guys going to ever freaking end it? And so at the end of it, some people had talked to me during it. I told them a little bit about, you know, who I was and how I knew how to, how I showed up there, who brought me there. I was, mm-hmm. Nobody knew me and this town is so small. Everybody knows everybody. So who are you? You know? And um, so I get there and I'm telling them a little bit about myself. I'm not trying to be friends with nobody because I'm about to be gone. So <laughs> in my mind. And so um, at the end they're, they're doing like prayer and, and prayer call and all that altar call, whatever you call it. And I went over to a corner and I was just, I was praying. I don't know why I was praying. Really, I don't even remember what exactly I was praying about because I know that I still had it in my head that I wasn't going to stay. So I don't really know what I thought the Lord was going to say to me. It was kind of like, this. okay, this is your last chance. Here I go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> It's over. It's over here in a couple minutes. This thing is over. They're praying us out. So as soon as they clean up, mm-hmm. I know I saw him. And it's done. And he didn't talk to me. He didn't say nothing. I didn't hear nothing. I didn't. I felt very alone. Um, I was like, okay. I knew. I mean, I knew what it was like to hear from the Lord, kind of. Um, but like I said, I didn't really have a relationship with him. So I didn't feel anything this time. And I was like, okay, he's ready to take me home. <laughs> and um, I was like, I I felt like I didn't know whether I was going to go to heaven or hell because I grew up Catholic. And if you commit suicide, you're going to hell, period, if you're a Catholic. Um, so, wow, wow. I, but I was okay with that. I was like, at this point, anything's got to be better than this because not having my child and being alone and being... 30 something and still living on the streets isn't an okay life. And so um, they told me that at the end they had said something about um, they had gathered an offering for something. And this lady that I had talked to during it had come up to me and said, I don't know if you heard the announcement that he made, but we kind of took up an offering and we'd like to put you in a hotel room for the next two nights. And I was like, huh, okay, now I'm still, I'm not thinking, okay, God, what are you doing? I'm thinking, cool, I have a nice, comfortable bed, and I'm going to be comfortable and warm while I still go through with my plan. Because <laughs> I'm still going through with this plan at this point. And so um, they drop me off. They give me some a bunch of food, um, a pizza, and she said, um, our daughter we have to go pick up our daughter. She's at the date at the babysitter, but I'm going to be right back. If that's okay. I want to bring you some toiletries and some clothes because I don't want you sleeping in your jeans. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. I mean, how am I supposed to tell them? No, they just paid for this room. So, so I'm like, okay, Aww. fine. So I let her come back 
And when she came back, she had her daughter with her. Now, her daughter was the same age as my daughter was the last time I had seen my daughter. They're two years different apart, but it was the last time I had seen my daughter face to face. Um, so she was the same age. And so she they didn't look a lot alike, but she was the same age. And so I was like, oh, hi, sweet girl, blah, blah, blah. I was just trying to be real sweet. Yeah. Well, she came in with this little stuffed rabbit and this book. And the book was Goldilocks and the Three Bears. And it still had a, a inscription in it. Her aunt had given it to her. And she told me, I brought these for you. Um, she gave me the bunny. She said, I brought you this bunny because I don't want you to be alone. And I brought you this book because I don't want you to get bored. Wow. And I lost it. Like, I started crying so bad. And I was like, well, thank you for that, sweet girl. You know, I Nobody ever cared whether I was lonely or bored before. Not like that. And um, they said, well, we have to go to see some family tomorrow. But we'd like to come and, and stop by and check on you in the morning before we go. Is that okay? Yes. Come on. And I said, yeah, yeah, I guess that'll be okay. And I thought, I guess I'll just have to wait an extra day. And so after she left, I thought, I can't do this. I can't. What if this was my kid? Like, I can't allow this baby to come in here and find me like this. These people aren't going to stop. Like, they're going to keep coming. And this kid is going to find me dead in this bed. I can't do this. So I went and I dumped those pills down the toilet and I flushed them. And that night when they came back from being with their family, they brought me some food and they came back to check on me and they paid one more night for the room so that I would go to church with them on Sunday. And um, um, they didn't want me to be worried about any stuff that I had there. Um, They just wanted me to be able to be free to worship. So I went to church with them and the pastor paid for a month in that hotel room for me that day and the next day she came and got me and picked me up and took me to go find a job and the first place we went to the woman hired me on the spot said can you be back in five hours I have a catering job that I need help with tonight and um this lady went and bought me my work clothes to go back in six hours um the Wednesday after that, the next that was Monday. So I worked Tuesday during the day. Um, I went to this conference thing that they had at the church Tuesday night. Worked Wednesday. Wednesday night, I went to the conference. It was a five day conference, and um, that night I was baptized, like for real Come baptized. On. I've been baptized. I had been baptized 800 times in my life. I had been baptized. Really? A lot of it. Yes, because out here, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Baptism is almost like if you join a church, you either have to have a letter from a pastor or you get baptized. A letter. And so you don't just get to walk in and, isn't that weird? I know. So, so I've been baptized a bunch of times. And so they were talking about baptism and I was like, I don't need to do that. I've already done that. Yeah, and yeah. um, they were talking about it though from the Bible, and I was like, "Wait a second, 
I've never done it for the reasons that you're saying. Like, I've never done it yeah. like that. Yeah. And so I stood up and I said, I, I need that. I need that. <laughs> and so they, I was baptized that night. Well, go on to the next Sunday. I'm in church with them. Things are going really good. I've decided completely, fully, Lord, you are Lord of my life. Like, clearly, you love me. Clearly, I am not alone. And I will never be alone in this world because you do love me. And so, um, that Sunday, I'm in church and they're talking about Holy Spirit. Now, mind you, I grew up Catholic. So, I'm like, "Mm, I know about Holy Spirit. And I've been to some Pentecostal churches. And I've heard about this speaking in tongues, but it's never happened for me. And it's kind of weird. <sighs> and I'm a researcher and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I need to know I'm a knowledge seeker. And so mm-hmm. I lean over to my friend that's been out with me this whole week. And I was like, Hey, Cassie, do you have these Bible verses that he's talking about? Cause I really want to research this so far. Everything you guys have told me has been legit. So, so I want to know more, but I can't Mm -hmm. just commit to this without knowing more. And she was like, yes, ma'am, I'll get them for you. And I'll have them for you by the time we leave church. I said, okay. So at the end, of course, you know, it's Pentecostal church. They do an altar call. I go to the altar call (laughs) and the pastor doesn't even get his hands on my head before I fall out on the ground speaking in tongues. And I'm there for about three minutes, just, just filled with the spirit. Like I've never been in my life. And I got up and I went and sat down and she leans over and she said, um, do you still need those Bible verses or do you think you have it now? And I'm like, girl, you (laughs) clearly I got it. Clearly I got it. So just from there, the next Tuesday I met my husband. Um, and the Lord told him the day I met him, that's going to be your wife. And he was like, she has somebody else's ring on her finger still. That's not going to be my wife. (laughs) And, um, and six, seven months later, he and I were married and we've been together since, and we have this beautiful baby and, uh, we almost separated once we did separate for six months. I lived in the house that his Mama left us, and he lived in our old trailer. Um, but that was mostly because he was really struggling with his mama's passing, and he okay. just couldn't get out of that funk, and I couldn't yeah. stay living with it. I was like, okay. I can't get drugged back to where I was for no reason, not yeah. even for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I came out of that, and I will not go back to it. Well, in yeah. the last six years, the Lord has completely healed the degenerative disc disease. There's no sign of it. Doctors are in awe. <laughs> wow. There's no bulging disc. I haven't been on a psychotic medication in six years. Wow. He has completely healed me of bipolar, everything, every mental illness I've ever had. Um, I chop up to spiritual warfare. Yeah, definitely. Um, the battle in my mind. I learned how to control the battle in my mind and how to know when it's not me and when it's a spirit and I've learned how to take authority over it and tell it to go. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't take any, like I barely take Tylenol for a headache. Um, Mm. And that was another thing I was cured of was migraines, severe migraines. Um, The Lord has literally healed every illness 
that's irreversible. Doctors are baffled. All these things that I had are supposed to be lifelong forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when somebody tries to stand here and tell me the gifts aren't for today or the mm-hmm. healing isn't the children's bread, you better miss me with that because I already know that I know that I know. It's happened to wow. me. <laughs> wow. I'm living standing proof that miracles do still happen. And you can't convince me. You can't convince me. Nobody could ever convince me that Jesus isn't real because I saw him face to face that day that baby came and handed me that book and that bunny. Wow. He came, he came through a little girl at me wow. and, and loved me with a love that I've never been loved with before. Wow. So I will argue and fight passionately about whether or not the Lord exists because when I see somebody else that says, no, he doesn't, <laughs> I remember where I was and I remember where he brought me from and I don't want anybody else to be there. Yeah. And so my heart breaks for the lost like nothing else. I'm going to go ahead and get this message before I start crying again. <laughs> I just want to commend you for how strong you are and how powerful and you're just amazing for what you've gone through well I thank you Um, but it's not me I have no strength outside of the Lord none none (laughs) I'm very very weak without him very weak actually that's why I went through everything I went through because part of my wretchedness is is my weakness um I have an inability to say no. I have uh, addiction issues in my past. Um, I've got a lot. I'm the, I'm I'm a wreck for real. I've had um, mm-hmm. yeah. every abuse. I've had sexual abuse. I have. I've been in the strip club. I've been a lesbian. I've you name it. I've done it or been it. Um, I've been a drug in the drug industry. I've been. Unfortunately, I've been in the sex trafficking industry, except I wasn't the trafficker. I was trafficking. I wasn't the, I wasn't the product. I was the madam Um, because I thought, I thought I was empowering these women in the club. I was like, y'all don't need a pimp. Like, let me be your madam. You're going to do it anyway. Let me do it. And then I'll give you back your money and I won't beat you up. (laughs) Like. I was so lost and so twisted. I just thought I was empowering these women to be better than they were. And really, I wasn't no better than the people that were doing these things to them. Actually, I feel like now looking back, I feel like I was worse than them because I was convincing them that what they were doing was okay. And instead of trying to get them to leave what they were doing, I was helping them stay in it. Wow. In a healthy way, quote unquote. And there's nothing healthy about being a prostitute. Nothing. <laughs> so, um, so looking back, I do uh, regret that. Um, that was not what I thought. I uh, that's not what I thought I was doing. I thought I was helping these women. I really did. Um, but I can see now with clear eyes that that was not the way to help anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've. I promise I probably got something to say to anybody that's been through something. I've probably been, been through 
half of it at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Now I was never abused by like a family member. Um, sexually, I was um, abused by a friend's uncle and then people that we thought were close friends to us. Wow. And then, uh, and then a husband, I was um, raped by a husband, um, which wow. I get, I get, I get fought on that a lot. Your husband can't rape you. Uh, no is no period. I don't care if yeah. you have a license or a marriage or anything yeah. there. No means no. And if I say no, yeah. not tonight, that means no, not tonight. And you don't get to take it just because you're my husband. Mm. And so, um, but I struggled with that because that's a huge thing here in this, where I'm from Mm -hmm. is, um, especially the older women are like, Mm -hmm. that's that's your husband. You just do what he wants you to do, period. Mm. Yeah. And so I didn't have a lot of sympathy (laughs) or, you know, anything like that for that particular abuse. Um, mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't even talk about it for until really it's been the last five years. Even the first year yeah. that I was married to my husband, I didn't really talk about it because yeah. when I moved here to Texas, it's even worse here in Texas. They're very old fashioned here. And so I almost couldn't even tell anybody because yeah. it was like, that was your, that was your husband. What do you mean? Like, you shouldn't have denied him in the first place. Wow. (laughs) You're the woman. And so I felt shut down in that. And one day I was at the church I'm at now, and I was counseling with the apostle at that church. No, ma'am, you leave that alone. And um, she asked me one day, you know, what happened (laughs) between you and Riley's dad that night when I was telling her about something and I told her and she said you know that that's not okay right (laughs) no no I didn't know that that's not okay like thank you for telling me that because I didn't I didn't know that it wasn't okay I knew how I felt about it Mm -hmm, I knew mm -hmm. I had felt violated but nobody had said yes you are violated Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I've, I've been through a lot of therapy in my life. Wow. Um, but man, God is good and faithful. Yeah. He is so yeah. faithful. And so yeah. I was on a show last night that I had, I wasn't on it, but these two boys were talking and they were like, this is my life sucks show or whatever. If your yeah. life sucks. And I'm like, even at my suckiest in life I cannot say that my even when my life was at its worst I can't look back and say my life sucked because I can look back and see the hand of God through every moment in my life even the times that I was abused because like with my very first boyfriend he almost killed me that one the day I left he almost killed me wow but he didn't (laughs) but he didn't the lord allowed me to escape and the way that i got out was just mind-blowing still to this day and so i see i see the hand of god in everything of my life even the bad even the worst times and he has shown me several times in my healing while i've been healing through these things he has shown me pictures of him covering me with Holy Spirit 
while he is grieving in his spirit because these things are happening to me, but this person doing it to me had free will, so he couldn't stop it. And his heart was grieving for the person doing it because of how lost the person was. That person wouldn't have done that had they weren't be broken or lost. Yeah. So he showed me pictures for me to be able to forgive (laughs) Um, in ways that, I I mean, I have no animosity towards any of these people that have ever done anything to me. I did. I did. There was a time where if I would have gotten a hold of any of them, I'd be in prison today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not today. I can stand and have a conversation with any one of them. Any one of them. Yeah. The Lord has just brought so much love and compassion into my life for every one of these people because they're just broken and wretched like me. And I've even seen in my life where I maybe didn't abuse people like that, but I probably hurt them just as bad as when I was abused. Yeah. Um, because of my actions or because of my things. Oh, please, somebody else tell me your testimony. <laughs> I, <feel like laughs> I have been monopolizing this time. And I really want to hear somebody else's testimony. <laughs> Does anybody want to share? Uh, share with us. I have a question. Um, yes, I'm, I'm an open book, obviously. I'm a completely open book. I hide nothing because I know that my story is going to, we overcome by the words of our testimony. And so yeah. if I don't give my testimony, other people can't overcome yeah. either. Um, it's not just me that overcomes by my testimony. It's the other people that hear it too. Yeah. Ooh, let's get that message. Virginia, <laughs> hey girl, how you doing? It's good to hear your voice Hi, and good DC. to see you again that you're on this uh you're starting to overcome. You're you're overcoming your fear of doing lives. It's awesome. Okay. Um, I'm just checking in, <laughs> saying hi, and I hope you're having a good day. Oh, I am, that? sir. I am. Thank you for sharing. Uh, he's just somebody. I, I he's somebody. I believe he lives in Georgia, and he's somebody I found in um, another conversation, and we've been talking. Um, wow. I guess two or three days now, and he is wow. super cool. You need to go follow him. You would really have some great hey, conversation with him. Me. Yes, Did he is are? wonderful. He's very, very me? knowledgeable about the Lord too. He's got really? a lot of it's good. Yes, he's very knowledgeable. Okay. That's actually that how is. I found him. Was um, so he was talking to this other boy that I don't believe is saved and they brought me to tears these two boys because the spirit fell between them so hard he was ministering to this boy wow and I was just beside myself I was like oh my gosh y'all legit have me crying like if this boy isn't saved by the end of this conversation you have definitely planted the seed of salvation into him like it was beautiful so yeah, that's how I found him. <laughs> oh, wow. That's and Georgia's still pretty far from me, though. That's still not East Texas. So it's closer. He's in the States, but. <laughs> but okay. still, I don't have yeah. anybody that's near <laughs> me. Oh, no. But you know, you will, you will find someone, definitely. Right. Eventually, hopefully, maybe. But my my question was just more more on the on the side of how how 
how you and your now husband got together. So obviously God spoke to him, which is amazing. I'm still, I feel like I'm still waiting for God to like send an angel. This is your husband. I argued with the Lord so bad as a matter of fact. So, um, I really, he um, needed a social media coordinator for his nonprofit. And nice. Um, yeah. And so I was helping him with that. Um, he had been in prison before and he hadn't been out for just a terribly long time. Um, maybe a year or so. I don't know. And um, we, and we just, he had a life change and he went through some stuff and uh, we, we just ministered together. Um, but it, it was never like, we never did any, it was never inappropriate. We never dated. We never, um, we went to coffee a couple times, but we never even went as a date, quote unquote. It was more really always, almost always business. Like mm. we would both have the laptops and he'd be telling me, okay, this has to go here and that has to go. No, ma'am. And that has to go there and all this stuff. And, you know, uh, it, it was never not business. So I told you I was with that stupid boyfriend. Well, stupid boyfriend had resurfaced multiple times wow. after the devil is my alive. salvation experience is a liar girl. And he came back and he was in, he was getting clean and he was doing good. And I'm, I'm miss, miss save a hoe over here. I'm going to save this man. And he's gonna, he's gonna live God's life with me. And we're going to minister and do wonderful things for the Lord. And so I'm on fire for the Lord still at this point, like deep on fire. Cause I've just been, through the baptism and the Holy Spirit thing, he come back into my life. And I promise I'm not on drugs anymore. And I'm in the men's home now. And so I left him in the men's home and, um, (laughs) they, I feel like they kind of did me dirty, but not really because I'm where I am today. But the man that ran the men's home, um, he had a heart for me because he knew what I was going through and he knew, I said, this is a tiny town. So he knew this kid that I was dating and he knew he had no intentions of quitting. This is like the fourth time he had been in this man's home and quit. <laughs> and so I know baby, go play with your toys. Come on, come over here. Thank you. And so, um, <laughs> so he went to another men's home that was in four towns away and this man drove him there. So he knew he was there. But they all acted like, and this is why I say they did both They did both of us dirty. And they really did this poor boy an injustice. Um, I don't yeah. know that it wouldn't have still ended up the way it did. But I, I believe we both had at least the right to know how it was going. Yeah. And so, um, so anyway, so he, uh, was there and they were like have you seen Gordon and I'm like no he's supposed to be there with you guys you haven't seen him like so I of course immediately just assume okay he's gone off and he's doing his thing again and he's off with 
the drug people. And so I was done with him at that point, completely done. Well, he was actually off legit trying to get his stuff together <laughs> because he really wanted to be with me and he really wanted to be the person I wanted him to be, supposedly. Aww. So, right. So, um, and I didn't know this. Like I said, I didn't know this. So, while he's gone, um, I decided it would be okay for me to go on a coffee date or two with this guy that I'm working for, but I can't get close to him because I'm working for the guy. So, um, we, we he just happened to be at everything I went to, no matter what church <laughs> it was with, no matter what, like, mm. everywhere I went, there he was. And so I was like, oh, what are you doing, Lord? Well, one day there was a prayer meeting, and he said, I really need prayer for my relationship with my mom. It's struggling and this and that, and I've never not been close to her, and I don't know how to handle this. Um, she's going through some spiritual stuff, and um, it might click over because I just got into the truck. I actually have to go pick my husband up. He's done with, um, he's at a prayer service tonight. He does all the media for our church. And so he goes to the prayer service to do all their media for them. And that is my only night without a husband at the house. So, so I take it to be my, my, my me night. Um, but anyway, so, uh, I go on a, just one or two dates with him, but they still weren't, um, we both were very adamant about, no, we didn't even want to like kiss each other. No, nothing because we both have done it wrong for so many years. It was time to do it right. If we were going to talk to each other at all, it was going to be on God's terms only. And so, um, and he, now remember he had insider information. He already had been spoke to at this point by the Lord. <laughs> and so I had not. Um, <laughs> and so, well, not, not that I knew of, I might have, but I, not that I knew of. So anyway, so we're at this prayer meeting and we, everybody lays hands on him and I'm like, okay, we're laying hands. I'm still new to this. So I lay hands on his chest. And everybody else, I mean, everybody just kind of grabbed a part. My hand just happened to be on his chest. Somebody else had his back. Somebody else had his arms. Everybody just had a spot. Everybody just laid a hand. And somebody said the prayer. I wasn't even praying. I was, I mean, I was just standing there agreeing. <laughs> and we were done. And it was um, some function, it was a prayer function of some sort. And there was... Um, potluck style meal afterwards and so I went and I'd already eaten we'd all already eaten and that and he was like oh while we're while we're eating uh, by the way I need prayer so we prayed so I go into the kitchen and I'm eating a piece of cake girl I'm eating this chocolate cake I'm really enjoying this cake and all of a sudden I hear this man say who had their hand on my chest and I dropped wow. cake out of my mouth I was like I'm so sorry because where 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 we are here, generally men and women don't place hands on each other, and so I really uh -huh. thought I crossed the line. I thought, oh crap, I done crossed the line in this church. 
I'm fixing to get in so much trouble. I should never have placed my hands on that man. And um, I, I was like, um, I'm so sorry. It was me. It was me. And um, he was like, girl, you are powerful and anointed. And I started laughing because I don't even know what that means yet. Like, I'm like, um, thanks. But I don't think it was me. I said, I'm pretty sure it was Cassie, which is my friend that had introduced me to this whole situation in the first place. Yeah. Because um, she had her hand on your back. So her anointing probably flowed through and you just thought it was coming from me from the front. And <laughs> he was like, uh, no, ma'am, it was you. And I was like, wow. mm, okay, <laughs> if you say so, because I don't even know what anointing means. At this point, I'm going home to Google anointing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like I said, this went on, this went on for mm, four, four to six months or so. Um, okay. And it was not very long. And we were in another prayer meeting one day. And um, everybody had left the prayer meeting except him, me, and our friend that runs the prayer meeting. We were still there just warring in prayer. We were there for, gosh, hours, four or five hours total, three hours after everybody left for sure. And I had a couple visions of restoration of my family. And I wrote some stuff down in my journal and I have a hard time with submission to men because of the abuse that I've been in in my life. And mm -hmm. the Lord told me while I was in prayer, I was in prayer, pacing in tongues, just praying hard. And he was too. And I came and I, the Lord told me, go sit at his feet. And I was like, I ain't doing it. You got me messed up because the last man that made me sit it, I had to sit at this there. I had a man in my life that the first abusive person I had to, that was a thing I was not allowed to look nobody in the eye and I had to sit at his feet and so I was like I'm not sitting at no man's feet you got me messed up Lord uh-uh you talking <laughs> to somebody else I told you I wasn't gonna be this man's wife because I ain't never sitting at no man's feet never you got me so twisted I fought with the Lord for about five minutes he said Virginia and I said oh crap because I was still going by my, I was still going by my nickname, Jenny, then. And so when he said Virginia, I was like, oh, yes, Aww. sir. All right. So I went and sat very reluctantly sat at this man's feet. And I don't even remember saying what I said, but every, what, the two people, the other two people that were there, both these men, my husband and our friend both told me that I said it, but I said something along the lines of, um, the Lord's already given you what you've asked for or something like that. Cause he was yeah. asking about just uh, uh, everything in life that he wanted to help me and a free and clear life and yeah, all this yeah. stuff. And, um, so oh, let me fast forward to the Sunday before that real quick or rewind. So the Sunday before that, he's at a Baptist church with his Baptist preacher. He goes up to the front and he tells the Lord all this stuff. He's pouring out to the Lord, the same kind of prayer. And the Lord says to him, five words, what I have for you. And he said he knew in that moment that what the Lord was saying is what I have for you is greater than you could ever imagine. 
but I'll also yeah. give you that too. Cause he was asking for a wife flat out. Mm-hmm. He was asking for a wife. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I'm gonna go ahead and give that to you too. And when he stood up, he said, I need confirmation that this is real Lord and not my flesh. When he stood up, this Baptist preacher was in his face in tongues over him. And he was like, okay, because <laughs> he's never heard this man speak in tongues a day in his life. Really? That's not wow. something that happens out here in, in the Baptist churches out here. So, um, so anyway, the next Thursday we get, we're at prayer and, um, and he gets this, you know, word or whatever. Um, and he asked the Lord a question and he looked up and at this point I wasn't at his feet anymore. I was now sitting at the pulpit um, where the pastor preaches and I was um, writing in my journal some stuff that the Lord had showed me. And while I was writing, um, he looked up and I was sitting there and the, the light was shining on me just this certain kind of way. And the Lord um, basically highlighted me and just kind of confirmed this thing. And so the next day we went to his mama's house and we told her, um, we're fixing to go get married today. We're going to the justice of the peace. And we had decided that like, if it didn't happen that day, we weren't doing it. Like, okay, Lord, if you really want this, cause we're both kind of fighting it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fighting, I was fighting for custody of my daughter. He was trying to run a ministry and neither one of us are really trying to be married. Okay. So, <laughs> so <laughs> we're fighting it. We're fighting it. And we said, okay, Lord, if this is what you want, you're going to make it happen. Well, this was right when, during the time, this was right when they had passed laws in Texas that, um, that homosexuals were allowed to be married in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so our, our justice of the peace at the time is a very spirit filled woman. And she said, well, I'm not marrying anybody anymore because if I marry one, I have to marry them all. And I won't marry a homosexual. I just can't. It goes against everything I believe in. And so we didn't have a justice of peace to marry us. (laughs) Well, first thing, the first obstacle we get there and they're like, well, you have to have a marriage license and that takes 72 hours to be good. You know, you have to wait 72 hours And then this lady was like, actually, if you go over here to this office next door, they'll stamp it and they'll make it so you can you can do this today. And we're like, okay. (laughs) so we go and we get it. And like, maybe this is going to happen today. So we come back and they're like, well, the justice of the peace doesn't marry anybody anymore. Like, see, I knew this wasn't going to happen. And so he my husband is looking at the back of the marriage license and he's reading all the things that make you um, qualified, quote unquote, to marry somebody. Mm-hmm. And he was like, how many of these things do, do you, you know, do you have to have in order? And they're just one. And he's like, well, I have three of them. I have a 501c3 and I have, you know, uh, this what? and this and that. And so, yeah. And so he was like, can I do it? And they were like, wait, you want to marry yourself? And he was like, I mean, if you can get online and marry dogs, why not? You know, like, sure. And so, yes. And so they didn't have an answer for us. They were like, I literally, I've never heard of this in my life. So they're calling everywhere. They called Dallas. They called everywhere that they could call. And they couldn't have an answer for us. And so this woman that worked for 
a attorney came to bring all her paperwork in and the attorney was golfing that day, but she knew his cell phone number. She, they told her, they're like, Hey, do you have an answer for this question? Cause this is so bizarre. Wow. We've never encountered anything like this. Wow. And so she was like, hold on, let me call this lawyer. He's on the golf course right now. I'll ask him. And so she asked him and he was like, I mean, there's no law saying they can't. And so she was like, yeah, go ahead and do it. So we had one of the secretary ladies be our witness. And we are literally the only person that we know of in Texas, at least for sure in our county, that has the husband as the same signature as the officiant of the marriage. Wow. Um, wow. So the Lord said, okay, test me. <laughs> <laughs> that is how wow. we, we, we have been married. And so there's no telling me Incredible. in this world that this is the man that is I'm not meant to be with for the rest of my life. Yes, let's listen that to this marriage message. I would love to see what somebody has to say. <laughs> we want to shake. Actually, I would like. Go ahead and play the alpha message. Talking about Jesus, and uh, I, I learned something new today about Jesus. Uh, actually, that is a Greek name for Zeus, like Jesus. Zeus, uh, how you say it, Z-E-U-S, that is a sun god, so that's kind of pagan, but in Hebrew, uh, Josiah, uh, not Josiah, Ye yes, Yeshua, excuse me, Yeshua, Yeshua or is Joshua, Yahweh. so what do we call Jesus now, Joshua, I, I just don't get it, if you actually understood and studied uh, what Jesus or Joshua's name is. So I'm confused now. Ooh, preach, girl. Do you, do you, do you know? I don't. Do you know, actually, do you know about that? I have not actually studied anything like that. I do know, though, that in the Hebrew, it is um, Yeshua or Yahweh. That is correct. Um, so. Okay, we have another message. Oh, hun, you are so quiet. I didn't hear nothing that said. You gotta, you gotta send that again because we can hear it. Yeah. That looks so good. Okay. I'm so Harlem. We need you to send that again. We didn't hear any of it all. Um. Yeah. No, I've totally heard that as well. Jesus. Um. Yeah, so it's very interesting where that came from. That is interesting. I might have because to... it's it's also interesting that um, I think the angel said to Mary like to name him Emmanuel or something like Emmanuel. that. Like, mm -hmm. I need to research this because I'm thinking. Where did I've been Jesus told by a lot of Hebrew Israelites that Jesus Christ's name is Yehawasha. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's a that's a whole nother that's a whole nother religion in itself, though. Um, so that's not the same thing that we believe as Christians. Yeshua is translation for Joshua. Yeshua right. is translation for Joshua. So, do we call Jesus Joshua? Joshua. Because in Greek translation, Jesus. Uh, uh-uh. So it went from his name went from 
uh, Hebrew to Greek. So, in all the translations. So, I'm confused. So, do we call Jesus Joshua? Because that's correct terminology. So, I'm confused. Uh, I think the Greek comes from, I guess, the New Testament. was written in Greek, wasn't it? That's probably where the Greek comes from. um, I feel like that's just, if I'm just being honest, I feel like that's just a religious spirit that has, you know, that's divisive. It's really neither here nor there. I know that Jesus is the savior of my life, and I know that I have too many stories. of, (laughs) And so what I call him at the end of the day doesn't matter to me. It might to somebody else, but personally for me, it absolutely doesn't matter here nor there. Um, I call him daddy, you know, like he's (laughs) my brother. It depends on what moment and what mood I'm in. It depends on who he is in my life at that moment. Um, He's my brother. He's my dad. He's my everything. Um, So I don't know that it really matters for me personally what he's called. Um, But if you, I mean, if it does to you, I really think you should, you know, do what is in your heart for you to do. But for me personally, the name doesn't actually matter or the translation doesn't actually matter. I know this is off topic, but it brings me back to when I was in high school and in French, Michelle means Michael and I had a best friend called Michael. So everybody just called him Michelle because that's what it is in French. Oh, how funny. Oh, I love that. No, they they literally, the names are like that. Like they say Daniela. Yeah. It's Daniel. Yeah. It's so interesting. I mean, and, but um, but everything yeah. we do must be in faith. So exactly, you know, exactly. Like God, God and there, the, the topic heart. is girl talk with Jesus. So there really isn't a top. There isn't anything off topic. <laughs> yeah, bring it up. We'll talk uh, about it. But um, but thank you right. for talking about the name thing because that's something that um was brought to yeah, me. Yeah, I actually about. didn't know and, that. Mm-mm. You know, I even like though because the word says he'll be like he's Emmanuel, and I'm thinking yeah. Fuck. Well, right. Like, <laughs> I know it's in got... Isaiah. Yeah, it's in Isaiah. I, I'm going to research. I'm going to research. Definitely. 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 But I love the yeah, way yeah, that yeah. I, I don't know how to say it properly, but I can say Yeshua. I can say. Yeah, Yeshua. I can say Yeshua. Right. I, yeah. I, I love the Hebrew language. It's beautiful. And I know that I butcher it every yeah. time. <laughs> but rem- rem- yeah. But remember, guys, like, I think, oh, again, research. Research is key. But obviously, like yeah. the film Passion of the Christ, they spoke oh, in Aramaic, didn't yes. they? Yes. In Aramaic. Yes, they um, did. Because mm-hmm. I was just thinking, obviously, out loud. But um, I think it's because the New Testament was written in Greek, I believe. Um, but we have a message. Yay. Dear, 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 the same? Is dear, dear, dear. And dear the same is a bowl, bowl, bowl the same as two, two, two the same. Uh, tell me. I mean, no, but again, I'm not, I, I'm personally just not going to get into the semantics of it. Like I said, for me, it's a personal thing. Um, depending on the moment that I'm in is what I'm going to call him. Holy Spirit. When I need Holy Spirit. Jesus when I need Jesus, daddy when I need daddy, you know, um, counselor when I need counselor. He's everything. So I'm going to call him in the moment what I need to be in that moment. Yeah. 
Alpha and Omega, Morning Star, Absolutely. Lily of the Valley, Lion. When Lily. I need a comforter, he's my comforter. Prince of When Phoenix. I need someone to smack some sense back into me, he's that person too. He will talk real, <laughs> real to me and tell me you need to stop acting crazy right now. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> Almighty God. Mm-hmm. So... For me, like what I said, else? for me personally, it's just Yay. that. Yeah. Jehovah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Jehovah Nishi, he's the banner over us. And I actually love that one because I uh, flag in my worship. And so it becomes very real to me when I'm flagging that he is the banner over me for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. The I am. Not even the. I don't know where I'm I am. We just call him I am. Because he is. Yes. He just is. he is. And you know, that's so funny. I um, It's not funny, but I actually, um, I don't know if it, I don't remember. Was it preached or did I, I don't remember. But somebody was talking about I am. And when we say I am and we're made in his image. Every time we say, I am this, I am that, boy, we better be careful of saying what I am. And I got convicted of that because I'm real bad about saying, oh, I'm so dumb. Wow, Um, that's so deep. Like, I don't say, I am dumb. I don't know that I've ever really stopped and said, I am. Like, I abbreviate it. You know what I mean? And so when it's abbreviated, like, boy, that'll get real deep real fast. Like, we got to be you gotta be careful because he's and the I am and so if you're yeah. saying I am and we're made in his image what are you yeah. calling him yeah wow what Elohim. are you saying about him that's I think I want to go there look him come on now that's fire Elohim. uh well I am actually gonna go ahead and jump off here because I do have my husband and my little ones getting fussy in the back so, um, thank you so much dinner. for this, Virginia. But I've enjoyed this, and I thank this everybody been that's been on here. And Miss Michelle, I'm if I'm not already following you, I think I went and followed you. I'm definitely gonna go and yeah. please follow yeah. me back because you're super cool. And um, I would just like to pray us out if you don't mind, or if you would like yeah, to pray us out, that would be awesome. Okay, I just come before you, Lord, and I thank you for this awesome, awesome group of beautiful people. Um, Mm -hmm. I thank you for this beautiful fellowship with these women that we had tonight. This was so wonderful. I thank you for your presence and how it fell tonight. And I thank you for everything that you're doing in us and through us. I thank you for the seeds that have been planted tonight. And I thank you for your heart that you have for us, that you never leave us alone and that you are never, ever, ever far from us. Um, I just thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll go ahead and grab these two messages before I jump off of here so we don't get them ignored because I never want to ignore a message. I followed both of you. You're both awesome. Thank you. You're so cool. We love love you, Michelle. (laughs) But before you go, I want to send you something. Um, Well, I was researching on YouTube and all this other stuff. But it's on YouTube what Jesus' name really means. Yeah, so yeah. It's a lot it that entails in it. 
it's a lot of information but i want to send you something um liz about the king and beautiful wreck yeah yes ma'am i would love to send you something please do i'm I'm on instagram Yes, so am I. My Instagram, uh, my Instagram profile is on my profile here. So feel free to um, send it to my Instagram profile, my beautifully wrecked uh, Instagram. Uh, don't send it to my Facebook because I'm not on Facebook right now, even though it's on there. So I won't get it. But yeah, send it to my Instagram, and I will definitely look at it for sure. Because um, I'm I'm thank not you, a, above <laughs> caring mm-hmm. about it, you know. Yeah. Um, thank you. And for sure, Miss Liz, whenever y'all do the uh, Friends show, make sure you let me know. I know you and Aiden are supposed to do a show on Friends. Don't don't let me be left out of that one. (laughs) Okay, we have to organize that for sure. Guys, we're going to have a live with Virginia. We're going to do, we're going to just talk about, we're just going to have fun and just talk about random things. It's going to be so good. Yes, it's going to be so good. So don't miss it. Um, And we'll be doing more of these casual conversations a lot more frequently. So y'all check us out. We love y'all. God bless every single one of you. Good night. Message me. Bye guys. Bless you.